money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Yay! Again! You get Reb and I together in the studio, just us talking about money. I guess that's why we titled the show the way we did. Let's talk so, money with Dave and Reb. Yeah, yes. Yeah, where we good. deal with the heart issues around money. So thank you for joining us today mm-hmm. and for listening and downloading and um, all the ways you encourage us mm-hmm. um, by telling us when we meet you, how you enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. So, And, you know, if, uh, if you're part of our database, then you may get a phone call. Uh, seeing as the show is sponsored by More Than Enough. Yes. Um, uh, you my- may get a phone call from Debbie on a regular basis. And Debbie is our wonderful client care specialist. And she uh, will almost always ask the question, you know, is there something that you would like to hear in the podcast? And so a lot of the... A lot of the content, a lot of the ideas actually come from you. I want to thank you for that because, you know, there's sometimes we're like, what do people want to talk about? I know what I want to talk about. And Reb, you probably know what you want to talk about sometimes. And then sometimes we're both just sick of talking about, about money. money. And, and, and then somebody <laughs> says, oh, I'd really love to hear, you know, a, a conversation about this. So, Welcome to the show. Yes, but can Pull I just say your- this? As you say that, sometimes I get the feeling that there's just a magic pill we all want to take for our finances. Like, take this pill and all the pain will go away. The stress will go away. You will have $50,000 in your bank account and everything will be fine. I don't know where you get that. Sometimes I do get that from... I mean... Like we want answers and we want someone else to provide the answer. And one of the things we encouraged you last week with and today is we got to do some work. Right. Like the Lord. We're kind of piggybacking off last week. We are kind of. Last week was the the reality check of of math and numbers. If you didn't hear that show. Yeah. Go back, morethanenough.ca. And what, what yeah. scripture says explicitly that the wicked borrow and don't repay, and then but the yeah. righteous are generous and merciful and give. So mm-hmm. that was Psalm 37. That's a pretty... L- little bit of a, little a, a verse conviction. Yeah, yeah, there. And I mean, how can we talk about this without having inner conviction? We sometimes get stymied uh, with the guilt and shame, mm-hmm. and then we just stick ourselves in there. Um, but our the Spirit of God comes to... To show us, I was just telling our daughter this. I was correcting her about something. And I'm like, this is for your freedom, Serena. This is for freedom's sake. So we read scripture. We understand what he says about debt, borrowing, all of that. We look at our finances and we can get mired in the shame. We are not here to judge anybody because we are along for the ride with you. We have our own finances that are constantly shifting. Um, bills, kids, expenses, broken things at home, you know, we're with you. So, but, but the, if we allow our, and come open handed to the Lord and say, Lord, show me the way. And there's conviction that comes. That's good. Conviction. Right. It's, it's, it, it, it because if we can remember this for, is for freedom's sake, you know, Galatians is a Galatians five, one, it is for freedom 
that we have been set free. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that, it, it comes through the provision of the cross of Jesus, even our financial debt and burdens. Jesus came for all of these things in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just want to say that to encourage because it, it, we don't want, we want to say nice fluffy things, but when it comes and, to what's happening now for people, we can't be nice and fluffy. Well, and, and, and I was just going to say, I mean, we, one of our favorite verses is Romans 12 too, where we talk about don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. And, and, and debt is the pattern of this world. We've talked about this before that, you know, it is the default position. If you're going through life, uh, then, then debt, uh, you know, is something that we're certainly going to rub up against eventually, usually sooner than later, i.e., I'm graduating from high school and I want to go to university. And what's the first thing that happens is just fill out this application so that you can borrow the money to do that. Again, not, there's no guilt. This is not a moral thing. This is just the pattern of this world. Mm-hmm. And what Christ is saying and what Christ says in so many areas of our our lives, and this is the encouragement, there is a different way to do it. There is a different way. There is a way that leads to life, and there is a way that leads to death. And the way of the world leads to death. The way of Christ leads to life. And And that, in the practical sense, is having a plan. So... I mean, what would your finances look like if you were really aware of what was going on? You tracked your spending, you started to create some margin, even in a time of high inflation, we believe it's possible. Yes, Um, we know it's possible. We know it's possible. It takes creativity, it takes commitment, it takes digging in and saying, I'm not going to do this. And this leads to a verse that Serena and I have been learning at home. We, some of you know, I homeschool her um, and work. So um, we do a bit of both at home, but we're studying the book of Daniel. And um, the study has us memorizing Daniel 1 verse 8. And what struck me, now I have the New King James Version. It says it a little differently, and I can't remember the (laughs) word exactly. It says, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he went to the chief official and he said, I don't want to defile myself, so can I have different food? I'm paraphrasing. It was the first phrase, though. He determined... Daniel determined in his heart he would not defile himself. And I tell you, it's it smacked me in the face this week. Right. Um, and partially because David and I are trying to choose, make some better um, choices for our own health, um, adding some things, taking out some things. And sometimes we grapple with this and I realize, you know, how do you do that? How do you be like Daniel? Determine in your heart, you're not going to do this anymore. How do you determine in your heart, you are not going to go to credit to live any longer? That is a huge choice paradigm shift, as Dave already said, because our culture is a debt culture. So uh, we're not saying it's easy because I'm still in the grappling with this phrase with the Lord. But what Daniel did, which I find is a key point to this, 
is he went to the chief officials and he said, I don't want to defile myself, so don't bring the king's food or wine in front of me. And I, Dave always says, well, if we don't want to eat it, don't bring it into the house. And then I say, and don't go run to the store and go pick up <laughs> snacks for movie night, right? So Because we, it's not in the house. It's not in the house. This, this is the dilemma, right? So I do want to continue on later on in the chapter because... And this again is so encouraging in this story is, is that Daniel finds favor with mm. the captain. So he determines in his heart that he's going to honor the, the food choices of the Jewish nation. And those are the commands of God. So in a sense, what, jo- what Daniel's doing is saying, I know the commands of God. I know that these things are God's the reason they, the, that that is there is for God's goodness for me. It is for my own good, but the goodness of my body that God has given us the commands on how to eat. And he says, now I'm in a worldly situation where, guess what? I am, it is the world's de- delicacy. He's mm-hmm. eating off the table of the king, the best of the best of the best of the best. And Daniel, purposes in his heart, determines in his heart that I'm going to follow God's way and not the world's way. And he says that, and then he has to, he has to do something that A, is uncomfortable, could get like, I don't know what the ramifications <laughs> of not eating the king's food. There's a big chance for offense there, right? It's good enough for the king, but it's not good enough for you, Daniel. Hmm. You know, how is this this uh, commander going to respond? And Daniel finds favor. He finds favor. He finds favor. And that's the part that's not in our control, but that's the part that is in God's control. And so Daniel purposes in his heart to follow the ways of God. He knows the ways of God. And he says, now, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out and, and I'm going to do this thing in a sense, regardless of the consequences. And Lord, please give me favor. Please give me favor. I'm sure that's his prayer, but we don't read that. We just see God interceding and giving him favor. And the other thought I had now, I don't know what the favor, I mean, how does that apply to us deciding you know, well, well I, I can tell you in our own lives. Yeah, right? well, go, you know, go the, ahead. So, show us how that applies. That favor applies to not to let's say choosing not to go into debt or. So, I mean, I you know, just thinking of, I mean, there was a season where, um, and and there's a whole bunch, so I have to kind of get right down <laughs> to the one that I. But but there was certainly a season in our life where we said um, we. Lord, we want to follow your way. We want to do your, and I'm looking at our finances and I'm saying there's three months left. We have that much in savings. And then I'm not sure what's going to happen, Lord, um, because I can only see that. And financially, it can project out. So, and that was the season when we were we transitioning. We very little income. You know, yeah, we were, you were starting financial coaching. We were living off of savings. So and, we were in yeah. a period of transition, but we, again, we had determined that we were going to follow the Lord. In that season, we yeah. were like, Lord, okay, if you say this, then you're going to have to supply. And I remember praying that prayer and saying, uh, Lord, we got three months left. 
because we're not wanna, we're not I, we're I not going wait, into debt I either. I don't wait till the last no. month. I don't want to wait till the last week. Yeah. For and I know you'll come through in the last week and and all. Of that. I'm like <laughs> I don't want to wait for that last week, Lord. You know, and that's His grace to I, I believe to me to to say yeah. okay, Dave. Um, and literally within three days. We had uh, somebody had come and said, we want to help you and we want to support you. And that, in they, fact, they paid our mortgage for the rest the, of the year. They paid our yeah. mortgage for 10, 10 months, I think. It was yeah, it was 10, 10 months. months. Yeah. And that allowed us to continue to, to transition and to build. And in fact, I don't think we ever got down to zero. No, in those savings. we have a little dribble left still in there, and that, that, and that, yeah. So, so you know, looking at that and yeah, seeing the faithfulness good. of God it's, in it a just practical makes me way. smile. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's great to remember those stories. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and and that was not because we're um, super special or more special than anybody. We're just um, we're just us, mm-hmm. and but we have experienced the favor from the Lord as we turn our heart toward Him and say, "Okay, now is it has it always been that easy?" There have been other seasons when we're when we do do the things that we believe God is calling us to, and it doesn't come in the like someone's not calling us up or putting checks in our mm-hmm. mailbox. Mm-hmm. Although I I would go look, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that but yeah. there's there's different provisions because we're also learning things in different. seasons. Seasons, and that's a great question. I wasn't even thinking of putting that out there today. But if you're in a season, maybe ask the Lord, not why, but what am I to learn? What am I to learn about you, Lord? What do you want me to learn about myself? And what actions is there? Is there anything I can do that you that will help me move out of debt um, and get to a bi- more financial stability? Because I was also reading in Matthew and Luke. And, and I'm just going to throw something in there. We've got too it, much to say. I know, but I'm going to throw, <laughs> and it might come through the voice of community around, right? right in our yes. story that I just shared, someone listened to the voice of the Lord. We did, we did not solicit that. Someone said, we are praying for you. We know your situation and we have some extra. So, we feel the Lord wants us to support you during this season. And it was a defined season and, and the and we Lord knew. is totally was, faithful yeah. and, and all of that. But in this season, don't be surprised if the Lord says to you, um, I'm going to speak to you through somebody in your community. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you some, like, give you what you need. The answer to your prayer may actually come from real life people in your community. Um, and so be aware that, that the Lord speaks in all kinds of ways. But my experience around money has often been the, the community coming around and, and just supporting and people finding out somehow, whether it's the Lord or, or finding out the need and saying, oh, well, I can help. So again, it's what we said last week. There's what the word of God is saying, what God's spirit is doing in us. It's the practical and the heart things. It's the mining deep into, you know, looking at where we are at individually as families, as community in this, in these journeys of debt and wanting to get our finances on a stable ground. And it, it makes me think of um, building our house on solid ground on the rock. You know, Jesus said, you know, if you do what I command you, it's like a man or a woman building a house on a rock. He digs deep, builds a foundation and storms come and they're solid. And then you've got others uh, who are not following. Jesus says the, the commands, the, the ways he's laid out for us. And it falls flat in a storm. Like 
like a house on sand. And, and then there's the other verses I was thinking about that I was reading in Ephesians, and it talks about Christ being the head of the church mm. and how he nourishes the church and cherishes her. Right. Why does he call us to right living? Why does he put community around us to help and speak into our lives? Why does he give us his word, his presence, his spirit? I mean, he does it because he knows we're in great need. Mm. So we just have to recognize we're we're a needy people and that's okay but he do it does it because of of his love but i love that phrase and if i think it's ephesians uh i don't know which chapter um but that those two words just jumped out at me because he he's the head of the church and he nourishes and cherishes her and we are the church and we think why do we have to face all these things when it's uncomfortable because god nourishes and cherishes us and he wants us in freedom so one of the practical things so now we got the scripture we understand jesus is after our hearts and all of that to help us you you have to determine to do something yeah so you were on ctv in august um i have a link if anybody wants it actually i'm going to put it in the show notes today um and you um, presented the the cash wallet. So we kind of chuckle because it's really the envelope system. It's really um, but what it now. Looks way cooler. It if you're looks on way cooler. So, so this yes. is like, I guess, the Barbie color. Yes, um, I, got you, I got the, the, <laughs> yeah, the ladies <laughs> one and the men's one. So for ladies, I'm being totally stereotypical. And, and again, <laughs> uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, you can see that it's basically a fairly big you know, it's like a, day, an, a small day timer. Small day timer can fit in a purse, but not the really small purses. You know, yeah, the it's going to be a big, like a diaper bag purse. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but inside, it has these little, um, really zip, uh, zip strap or um, plastic, plastic zip, zip that envelopes. you can close envelopes that are in a three ring binder. And uh, we've got them labeled. So there's food, there's gifts, there's all, uh, you know, there's personal care, all of these different. Uh, places where you can start divvying up your cash now so this is the reason you were on it and the reason we're going to give it a new name is because tiktok has given it its name and it's called cash stuffing it's the envelope system it's a cash wallet in other words but it's just way cooler it's way cooler so so So, for guys just to to talk to the guys you can actually just use the wallet that you have Take a few of those credit cards out, put them on ice, cut them out, get rid of them. <laughs> Your wallet will have several open categories now where normally you would have put a credit card in there. You can fold a 20, a 50 or whatever it is and then categorize it. And you can just use a, a, a marker right right on it and say, okay, this is my grocery money. This I is don't my think your wallets are money. big enough for all of them. Absolutely are. Um, <laughs> the reason I say that though, and, and this is a practical reason is, is that you know, if we just put the cash in where the cash part of our wallet, you know, in that one category, it gets all mixed up and it's not, it, it is about planning and it is about keeping, in a sense, yourself accountable. So when you're sitting at the table with your lovely wife and you decide that, you know, yes, I'm going to have, you know, 50 bucks for fishing stuff and I'm going to have, you know, these are the expenses that they're spontaneous. They're more when I'm out and about. So maybe I do have some grocery money in my wallet. As a guy, Rebecca and I, we both go to the grocery store at different times and in different. So we got to, 
we work together to manage that. So, well, my sisters have a, a grocery wallet yeah. in a drawer in their kitchen, and they put their weekly grocery money in and, and the cash they, in, and, and then and when they go, then they take that wallet with them when they go. Grocery Guys are shopping. not that. Uh, I know not that organized, but but that but the idea of cash stuffing is you literally take your cash, you get paid, you take the money out of the bank, and you then decide. Hopefully based on an understanding of your cash flow, because you've looked at what you spent on groceries, you put that money in. And if you get paid every two weeks, then you put it in every two weeks. You've got gas money, you put it in there. And when you go, I know I'm sounding very, very elementary, but mm-hmm. when you go to get gas and put it in your vehicle, you take your cash out of that designated envelope yep. and that's what you pay. Yep. Now you may ask, so, so there's a couple of things because we have the cash wallet, but what do you do about your mortgage? You're not taking your mortgage money out and putting it in an envelope because usually, or your rent, it's coming out automatically, or maybe your old school have written a check or um, somehow it's getting withdrawn from your account. All those automated things that you've automated, leave that money in. Don't take all the money out. So this speaks to, you can't really do a cash stuffing You can't do that without having a financial date. The financial date is the time where you actually then look at that big picture and you go, okay, we're going to pay all of the bills. Again, we've got our paycheck in. So, uh, you know, again, we recommend right after the day after you get your paycheck, you go in and you start going, okay, how do I have to manage this? Once a week takes about a half an hour, maybe an hour, but, uh, and, and so you know, okay, I am going to, and then at that financial date, you may say, we need $200 cash, a hundred for Rebecca, a hundred for Dave. This is how we're going to divvy it out. Well, you actually have to physically go to the bank and do it. Yes, it's inconvenient. I absolutely acknowledge that, but it allows us then to become tactile. It allows us then to see what's going on. So you might want to go to the bank ahead of time, or you might want to go right after, uh, uh, right after, after your, your financial, financial date, date. And you've decided on the money. And you go, numbers. okay. And, and a couple things you do at your financial date. You make sure that, that all of the bills that need to get paid, get paid. What do you, what do we need to address between now and the next time we get paid? Because you want the money to stay in the bank, you want, so you, you don't want to be withdrawn, so right? If you, you're not- if you take two hundred dollars out and you're like, okay, that's going to put us short on our mortgage. Well, guess what? We're only taking out a hundred dollars this week, and we have to divvy it out fifty each, not two hundred each. Again, there, there's some some uh, awareness that needs to happen, and that's why the cash stuffing, just by way the nature of cash stump- stuffing. You have to have a financial date. It yeah. has to fit within the bigger context. Now, when you were on CTV, did you say that that you had? A t- do you remember saying? No, that? Uh, we had uh, a little <laughs> less time than we do today. <laughs> you had five minutes. It, so, yes, yes. Um, but you know what else? I'm going to link. David and I did um, a video teaching with the Free Methodist Church along a few years ago. I think mm-hmm. in COVID, even maybe. And uh, we talk about the financial date and we actually um, did the financial date, an example of it. So I'm going to put that link in the show notes today too, in case, and you're like, okay, you can call it a money meeting. If you guys are offended by the date word, which and some if you're people, single, if and you're yes, single, um, hundred percent get it. it. Yes. But it doesn't change the fact that you need to sit down for half an hour a week 
and just manage your money. It really doesn't take much more than that when you get into the rhythm of doing it. Of course, at the beginning, it's a little awkward, or maybe there's times where there's a longer discussion around, you know, how are we going to save up for our vacation or some but of those discussions. But you're talking about single. Well, I was then, just saying oh, in the, in the con oh. context of of the financial date, whether you're single or whether Oh, you think it's awkward. Sometimes it's awkward. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. you have to, you do have to get over. It. You just have to start talking about money. I mean, that we're assuming that you want to talk wow, about that's money. That's quite a statement. Did what? you catch that? You just have to get over it. <laughs> Reb said, you just have to get over it. Get over yourself. <laughs> and just talk about money. Ouch. Okay. Ouch. I, all right, I'm sorry. I yeah. There's some things that just have to be done. Mm -hmm. If you have determine a determine in your mind, determine in your mind, like Daniel, mm -hmm. that that you are going to do this thing, that you are not going to go to credit as your first thing, that you're not going to ask to borrow money from your parents, that you're going to do this with the Lord. You can do it in community. Maybe you start, a, if you're in a study group, maybe you say, this is what I'm committing to. Who's with me? Who wants to read a book about financial uh, awareness? Who wants to um, read Reb's book, Trusting God? You know, it, there's there's decisions we need to make in this season, not to be talking about money in a way that is always negative and like, oh, interest rates negative and all. Negative and hopeless. Hopeless. We want you to have vocabulary and language. And here's another tip. As you're stuffing wa your wallet, or you're going to think, oh man, there's so much I can't afford. How about you say this? Wow, Lord, look what you've given me to manage. And I'm so grateful I have this to manage. And I'm going to plan to spend. Spend what you um, plan what you spend and spend what you plan. And, and shifting the language to I can't afford to thank you, Lord, for what you have given me to manage is just a, a life changer. And um, I know we're just flipping through this quite rapidly, but well, it, we're let me, let me Let me go back because the cash stuffing is a technique that just works and it works for everyone. In fact, um, you know, I've had people say, I'm no good at math. I can't handle a spreadsheet. I, I get all buggy when I look at numbers and, and I get stressed out when I look at my bank statement. Cash stuffing works for everyone, that it is tactile. Our bodies respond, in, and, and, and but recognize that it does take, as we started the show, and we're going to end the show with that, mm -hmm. it takes determining. This is not a, I'm going to try it and see if it works for me, and if it doesn't, then I'm going to bail. No, that's not what Daniel said. Daniel said, the food that God commanded us to eat as Israelites is for my good, and I am just going to trust him that his commands are good. Because and he, he determined in his mind. And I can say, yeah. you know, this technique, it's good, it's tactile, it's part, of, it's part of how as human beings we can relate to money in a way that, that we all understand. Um, again, I can acknowledge. And, it, and it's building your house on rock. Mm -hmm. And it is understanding that we are cherished and nourished by God himself. He loves us. He wants our freedom. It is for freedom that he has set us free. And today, Lord, at the end of the show, we just say thank you <laughs> for your freedom. We thank you that even while we're starting the journey of paying down our debt, even when we're not completely out of debt, 
Lord, there is freedom, and we're so grateful to you for what you're teaching us and how you nourish and cherish us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that was a mouthful. Thank you, Reb. Thank you for... (laughs) for I'm going to have to go listen to this and see if it made any sense. But hey, stuff your wallets with cash. If you didn't get it the first time, you can always listen again. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.